Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In the current political climate, many people are stressed out and may even be dreading Thanksgiving, the holidays, Christmas, with relatives or friends who perhaps do not agree with their political views. Indeed, even a simple comment can go awry. It's a little like we're all stepping on eggshells and no conversation is safe. I am Dr. Caroline Leaf and this is Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, where I help you and your loved ones manage your mind and improve your lifestyle decisions. This is so important because how you manage your mind is predictive of your mental health, your physical health, and even navigating life with all its challenges successfully. I also want to say how thrilled I am and how invested you are in this podcast. We are becoming a community and together we can make the world a better place. One changed mind at a time. So please keep listening and sharing these podcasts and get everyone you know to subscribe and leave reviews. They are so insightful and help me help you. Just a quick note before we start, I recorded this on the road, so the audio quality may be a little scratchy in places. And now back to today's topic. I'm going to give you several useful tips that I use to navigate tricky subjects and manage political stress in my life and anxiety on a day-to-day -day basis. I've had to learn to do these and work on using these tips to help me because this can become a very fiery topic. Even though in my family most of us agree, we still get really worked up. And a lot of the people that I work with don't agree with everything I think about. And everyone's upset about something when it comes to politics these days. So these are really useful tips that I use and I hope they'll help you as well. I'm going to give you eight tips. So let's begin. The first tip is one of my favorite. And it's something that you can use for political, political discussions And quite frankly, for any kind of situation where you feel like you're being put in a situation where you really have to manage your mind. Imagine a shield around your mind. You know, like those old suits of armor that they used to wear many years ago in the medieval times. Just imagine that you are covered in a shield of armor. So every time you find yourself having a stressful conversation, visualize this shield around you, around your whole body, and specifically around your thoughts. Imagine like the spears bouncing off the armor. Imagine the words that people are saying around you, the things you're hearing on the news, the things you are reading. Imagine those words bouncing off the, sh off the shield. So they're bouncing out of your mind. You're not going to absorb the weighted emotions that are threatening to, threatening to you. You're going to let them bounce off. 
So you hear them, you listen to them, but you don't absorb them. You reflect them. You let them bounce off the shield. This keeps you protected and safe. Tell yourself that you are calm and at peace. How does this process help? Well, the way that you use your conscious and non-conscious mind shifts the way that the brain processes information. So as you visualize this shield, your thinking changes. Your conscious, deliberate thinking changes. You activate resilience in your body. This changes your brain waves and engages different neural pathways. This is called neuroplasticity and mind management. In fact, it's directed neuroplasticity. Neuro means brain, plastic means to change. So this way of thinking, this visualizing a shield, changes the brain waves and changes your neural networks because your brain is plastic. So you're literally changing how your brain structurally is functioning in that moment and activating genetic switches inside of you that will help you to stay calm and not absorb this inside you and affect your emotions. You see, if you don't manage your mind and how you react to others and words and TV and what you're reading, you can wire damage into your brain. Because neuroplasticity works both in the positive and the negative direction. We actually call this the plastic paradox, where when you think and you respond to incoming information, you change your brain. So if it's good information, you're changing your brain. And if it's bad information that you're absorbing, you're also changing your brain. So you need to decide how you want your brain to change, how you want your brain changed. So if you don't manage your mind and how you react to others, you can actually wire damaged, toxic thoughts into your mind. And that will not only affect how you treat people, but how you feel mentally and physically. The second tip is to be curious. Ask questions. Even if you don't agree with what the other person is saying, think about what the other person is trying to say. Ask questions. Listen. As I often used to say to my patients, A curious mindset is crucial to navigating life and different relationships because it encourages you to listen to different views, get as much information as possible by engaging with multiple news outlets and so on. And it leads you to question your own assumptions. Basically, you are growing your brain, which is so healthy, so good for your mental and physical health. If you catch yourself saying, that so-and-so doesn't know what he's talking about, stop yourself. Remind yourself that everyone sees the world differently because no two minds are alike. And listen to what that person has to say before responding impulsively and maybe angrily and upsetting yourself and maybe getting into a fight or a very heated discussion. You can step outside yourself and that activates your frontal lobe of your brain And you can truly hear what someone says as an observer rather than as someone who thinks so-and-so is an idiot, which is not good for you, not good for your brain, actually causes brain damage. So train yourself to really tune in to what that person is saying with a curious mindset. You don't have to agree, but you're learning new information. Don't just hear trigger words and react to trigger words but really listen to the content. For example, every time you listen to someone 
who has a different opinion, try to see the argument from their perspective. As you, your, as your teachers made you do when you were in school and you encountered different ideas. This ability to think critically and flexibly and understand different viewpoints is after all a sign of intelligence, not compromise. Right now, I am recording this podcast on my phone while traveling between conferences in multiple different cities. Luckily, I have one of my favorite snacks to help keep me fueled and focused. Super fat nut butters. These nut butters are certified keto and paleo and the healthy plant fat supports sustained levels of energy, cognition and mental clarity. The main ingredient, macadamia nuts, are scientifically proven to help speed up fat metabolism. Super fat nut pouches come in five different and delicious flavors and are perfect for kids' lunches, office snacks, trail snacks, and travel snacks. My personal favorite flavor is the Nitro Coffee MCT. Super fat is offering a special discount just for my listeners. Get 15% off your order when you use the code Dr. Leaf at checkout. Just go to superfat.com and use the code Dr. Leaf at checkout. That's D-R-L-E-A-F. You've heard me talk numerous times about the importance of a healthy gut for your mental and brain health. One great way to boost your gut health is through bone broth. I love kettle and fire bone broth because not only do they offer many different options, but each one is so delicious and are packed with collagen, protein, and amino acids. Their bone broths are paleo-friendly, keto-friendly, Whole30 approved, and certified gluten-free. Get 15% off your order when you go to kettle and fire com with the code Dr. Leaf, that is D-R-L-E-A-F, at checkout. The third point, don't let your feelings influence you. Acknowledge your feelings that you feel irritated or frustrated or get it out of you, but then don't let them control you. So if you're feeling frustrated in that moment, hearing that particular thing on the news or reading it in, on, your, on your phone, acknowledge, oh, that really irritates me. But then let it stop there. Get it out. Don't let the feeling of irritation control the next sentence, how you're going to run the rest of your day, how you run the rest of your relationships for the day. In many cases, you will react because of the flight or fight response. So the stress response which gets us into a high mode of high reactivity in preparation. And this is very good. It's actually a way of accessing a very wise way of thinking. But if you come at, if you get into that state in an, in an toxic way, in an anger, frustration, irritation, then it doesn't work for you. The stress response works against you. But if you get into that with, okay, I do feel frustrated. I'm responding. I can feel my heart pounding, the adrenaline pumping. But these thought these Irritation or frustration, negative emotions are not going to control me. Think about your emotional triggers so that you can avoid reacting impulsively in the future by controlling these triggers. Maybe even write them down. See what they are. Keep a note of them. Because every time you respond, you, in a negative toxic way, you are damaging your mental and physical health and potentially your relationships. Remember, just because we feel something doesn't mean it's correct, especially if it gets in the way of us focusing on the person speaking and trying to understand 
where they are coming from and their worldview. Toxic feelings can block that. Tip number four, focus on solutions, not problems. So rather than just ruminating over and over and over on the issues and talking about them, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, bad, and just keep on rehashing and ruminating on them, these issues that are causing you distress and becoming bitter, rather develop a solutions mindset. Think of ways you can improve the situation to reduce the tension in your own body and amongst maybe the people that you're having the conversation with. So if you find yourself talking about the same negative thing over and over and over, you need to acknowledge, yes, this is negative because of this and it makes me feel like this. So be very, very specific. Get it out. But then say, okay, well, what could a potential solution be? The chances are you're not going to work out the solution or all of it or maybe only part of it. But at least you shifted from the toxic rumination into a solution mindset. Find ways you can learn from what is being discussed, even if you end up agreeing to disagree with the person in question. Point number five, don't let politics control your schedule. This is a good one. Limit the amount of time you spend discussing, reading and listening to political issues so that you don't end up making it part of every conversation. You know, there's been times where I've read something and it's really, really irritated me. And I'm sitting down and we're just having a nice meal, Mac and I, my husband. And I start talking, oh my gosh, did you read this? Did you see what's happened now? And he'll say, can we just keep this space for dinner and discuss politics at another point? And that's what I mean by this. Don't let politics control your schedule. It'll definitely give you indigestion. Choose a time and a space where you focus on politics so it doesn't pervade the day. So I have worked out a really great way for myself. I listen to the New York Daily and various different news outlets while I'm doing my exercises. So when I'm at the gym or while I'm in the sauna, while I'm working out. So that energy that, that, that I feel when I get frustrated at hearing something, I'm channeling it immediately into my body and I'm using it as energy in a positive way physically. And I'm kind of working it out of myself. So that's my time to listen to politics. If something major happens during the course of the day and it comes up in a discussion, I will maybe focus on it for a short period of time. But I don't let politics control my schedule. I keep it in a space. I've identified a space that works for me and that's where I keep politics too. And that's what I recommend. Point number six, listen to what is being said, not who is saying it. In other words, focus your attention on exactly what is being said. Focus on the details of the speech, of what you're reading. You don't demonize the person who is speaking and make it personal. Listening to a politician's voice or seeing a politician's face can have a strong emotional component because it can get stuck in your head, overriding your ability to examine what is being said in a rational and objective way. As they speak, what you can do, if you're listening and it's starting to get to you, imagine the politicians as tiny, tiny people, smaller than ants, like in the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. This will bring humor into the situation, which dramatically reduces anxiety and can help you listen to what they are saying in a more detached way. Point number seven, read and listen with a compassionate mindset. Compassion 
diffuses the inflammatory reactions in the body that occur when we get worked up and anxious about what someone is saying. Yes, you actually get inflammation in your brain and your body when you get worked up and anxious about what someone is saying. So when you have compassion, you diffuse that and it protects your brain and your body while helping you understand and navigate different political perspectives. Indeed, compassion can really help you recognize that most politicians are in high states of anger, anxiety and stress themselves and often don't say things in the best way or make the best decisions. They are human after all. Point number eight, examine your own worldview. In many cases, people get upset when they feel that their worldview is being threatened. That's happened to me before, when I feel like I'm being threatened. I'm sure you've experienced that. And this happens such a lot in politics. It's easy to feel that your way of life is being challenged and that people disapprove of your belief system and that this is a direct attack on you as a person. But you need to remember that everyone sees the world differently. So, take the time to objectively examine what you believe and compare it to how other people see the world. Think deeply about what it means to have a worldview or a point of view and recognize that it is normal for people to have different perspectives. Develop tolerance. You may not agree with these perspectives, but just understanding that they exist can make you more compassionate and considerate, which will improve your brain health and your mental health. Changes the way energy literally moves through your brain. Remember, you can disagree with someone and still love them. We need to separate someone's humanity from their opinions. Of course, today, it's far too easy to put someone in a certain group or label them as the enemy just because you disagree with them. Rather than falling into this trap, always remind yourself that no two minds are alike. No two brains are wired in the same way, just as no two people are exactly the same. We cannot escape our differences. So, we need to learn to live with them, especially when it comes to politics. So, in sum, eight points to help you navigate politics over the holiday season coming up and at any time. Number one, imagine a shield around your mind. Number two, be curious. Number three, don't let your feelings influence you. Number four, focus on solutions, not problems. Number five, don't let politics control your schedule. Number six, listen to what is being said, not who is saying it. The seventh tip, read and listen with a compassionate mindset. And the eighth tip, examine your own world view. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, 
I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.